<laughs> you know I always have pizza at least once a week. That's just baseline self-care. True. What you about to get? Yo, I do not like to cheat on pizza bones. They got the sourdough crust, the classic mini pepperonis, and a whole ass wine bar, aka friend bar, if that's not the cutest thing ever, next door with thoughtful natural wine picks. They'll even help you pick one out for your hot date. Those little cookies with sea salt, though. Exactly. Don't sleep on pizza bones. Open every day except Tuesdays for dinner. Solid price for shareable sizes. As well as hosts of Pride Prom mini markets and a sick patio for great hangs. Pizza bones is for the people. Check them out. Yo, you feel that? Dog, that's that's queer retrograde, queer baby. Retrograde, baby. Retrograde, baby. Welcome back, y'all. I'm LJ. I use any pronouns. I'm Hobbs. I use they, them pronouns. We're back for Queer Retrograde Season 9 finale. Wow. Who would have thought that (laughs) three months ago we get here? Yeah. (laughs) I feel like this was an awesome season. Yeah. I mean, we only took two bye weeks, and they made sense. Mm Mm-hmm holiday seasons both time both times mm-hmm. the consistency mm-hmm. there were ads mm-hmm. i hope y'all got some of the ice cream though i really hope y'all checked out <laughs> scoop <laughs> and got some yeah. pizza from pizza bones i legitimately love them like that was mm-hmm. definitely not a show that was from the heart yeah we had our first ever patreon community meetup yeah if you weren't there you need to be yeah you, there's gonna we're gonna try to do it once a month and right now it seems like, you know, it's okay if you weren't there because moving forward, I think it's going to be like a book club-ish, podcast-ish, just recapping the episodes and like mm-hmm. getting into a, you know, deeper conversation about mm-hmm. it. Yeah. All that good juicy shit. Yeah. So, uh, please note, join the Patreon. <laughs> yeah. Join the Patreon. Patreon. Get involved. Yeah, I know y'all are going to spend $10 for Disney Plus. Not even Disney Premium, just Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. What if that ten dollars, or that five dollars, or that one dollar, mm-hmm. that five cents? Okay, <laughs> went to Queer Retrograde. Right, <laughs> Patreon.com/backslash/QueerRetrograde. Per use, mm-hmm. we are so grateful to all of our supporters and mm-hmm. also just anyone who listens who gets involved in some kind of way i know you know not everyone can support financially totally Mm -hmm. understand but people who are in our dms asking questions just getting involved really trying to dig in there in the episodes like thank you Mm -hmm. we love that and shout out to everyone who submitted for this episode tonight Mm -hmm. y'all i'm stoked Mm -hmm. this is the first time we're like i'm going into an episode i'm just like i don't know what's gonna happen and i'm not nervous yeah just because it's about y'all yeah <laughs> like the prompt of the matter as you saw perhaps you didn't but on instagram we we're looking for feedback or a success story about you and your own relationships whether it be with yourself others others plus mm-hmm. who's to say i love it um and just anything that could have come up for like a success or something worth noting mm-hmm. <laughs> i guess it doesn't even have to be success uh, about relationships mm-hmm. and love. So thank you to everyone who submitted. Yes, shout out to y'all. Y'all, y'all really came through, and I could not be more grateful. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. welcome to twenty twenty four. Queer retrograde is becoming four dimensional, mm-hmm. maybe five. <laughs> like we want to 
not just be in your ears right or sometimes holding your hands or gazing into your eyes mm-hmm. we want uh community i don't know where i was going with that but we want <laughs> <laughs> we want more more interactive shit right so um Basically, since this is the finale, we're going to get into some Mm -hmm. listeners' stories about their own experiences, chat about them a little bit, and then after this episode, we're going to be taking a little break from production as we know it, Mm -hmm. so that we can focus more on these Patreon meetups Mm -hmm. and other sort of community building aspects of Mm -hmm. our process. But keep your eyes out. Because there might be a mini-series. Mm-hmm. I'm plugging it, but I'm not saying it. <laughs> All right? We'll see what happens, but yeah, maybe a mini-series. Mm-hmm. In between, you know, QR stuff. Right. Yeah. There's always going to be activity on the yeah. Queer Retrograde. There's no stopping. Instagram, TT, probably <laughs> podcast platform. You know, we can't stay away. I don't know how to shut up. Right. It's the whole, Yeah. It's the Gemini moon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, out of all the episodes, before we dive into this one, before we really get in there, <clears throat> what was your favorite episode that we recorded so far? Like, uh, overall or for this Whoa. season? Oh, no, just this season. Okay, That's this season, crazy. this season. Um, Including our summer ones. Wow. Okay. I mean, I love the conversation we had with elena so good about love that was raw that was really lush Mm -hmm. and of course i always love the self the dating yourself content like Mm -hmm. i feel like it's just such a foundational episode both the older one that we did and the more recent one we did like Mm -hmm. they're both Mm -hmm. just so foundational to like how you and i operate and think about things Mm -hmm. that it's just it's definitely my go-to when i'm recommending episodes for people what about you i mean elena's was so good Mm -hmm. i think it's gonna be this one (laughs) (laughs) honestly i just love yeah expanding the conversation Mm -hmm. that's i I wish we had more guests this season because it really is so enriching Mm -hmm. to have that experience but also with zoom kind of in the way it it is what it is you know not Mm -hmm. really trying to be in that dimensional space on the internet right so i do miss that element as much more nervous as it does make me every given time but this one (laughs) feels like a version of that same bigger conversation with yeah other people and also just I don't know, kicking it in a fun way without, I don't know, we, we really get in there, bro. Mm-hmm. We really get in there sometimes, and it's Absolutely. nice to take a scoop out of the, you know, the vanilla bean light mm-hmm. <laughs> and just enjoy, yeah, some top flavors. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. High key. Yeah. So with that, who are we starting with? I think we should start with RK. Okay. All right. So we got this note from RK. Wait, shit, where'd it go? <laughs> yeah okay almost almost got me there hi sweet thing um i'm considering success in my love i think the first place that i would start is the success in loving myself and being honest with myself as often as possible 
And in practicing that, no matter how scary it is for me and my vulnerability, I find that when I am ruthlessly and unrelentingly honest with myself, I am in turn practicing that with my loved ones. And it's even scarier with my loved ones, but the more I practice it, the more successful I feel in my love for myself, in my love for my closest of close. And in that, I do feel deeply successful every day. And I know that it was pretty, this was pretty short, but hopefully I made a point concisely and precisely, and I love you. I love you so fucking much, bro. <laughs> um, there was no structure to the prompt. I don't know if I'm supposed to introduce myself. My name is RK, and I've been practicing polyamory for about um, 12 years now. And I think, yeah, I truly do think that I'm successful in that. Let's go. Wait, I do want to do a quick sound check just to be sure. Okay, RK. <laughs> Successful indeed, bitch. Damn. Mm-hmm. 12 years of polyamory. Yeah. That. Wow. Yeah. And wow. that building honesty with yourself. Brutal like, honesty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It can be, it can be tough. Building that trust. Mm-hmm. To, talking to yourself like no one's ever going to see what you're saying. I guess I'm thinking about journaling specifically, but talking to yourself as though no one will ever read it. Mm-hmm. And still being like, ooh, but say that part. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah. But, yeah. So, I mean, I feel like, RK, you wear that, though. You're honest with everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Just across the board. Mm-hmm. Definitely a superpower in its own sense. Absolutely. Damn. We All love right. to hear it. Yes. Gold stars. Mm-hmm. All around. Let's go. Class for RK. Okay. Up next, we've got... Shakola. Shakola on the <laughs> mic. Oh, man. All right, y'all. So it's going to be uh, rambling, but you can mix <laughs> it up and splice it however you want to make me sound like I'm I'm not editing this episode at all. <laughs> um, but I guess I want to talk about my journey with self-love. Um, this year, I was really intentional about doing a lot of things for myself and having fun experiences alone and prioritizing myself in situations where I usually wouldn't. Mm -hmm. Uh, For example, I uh, booked a solo trip for my 30th birthday. Period. And it was amazing. Like, I was in Costa Rica for a week. Um, I was going on excursions. I booked myself a spa day, you know, sleeping in late, just doing whatever I wanted to do in the moment. And it was amazing. Like, it it was amazing to just be alone and still like, experience the same joy that I may have felt if I were there with, like, a bunch of friends. Um, also, in terms of work, I have always been the person that's, like, really trying to work my hardest at work. I want to do my best. I want to, you know, go above and beyond. 
But this year I said, I'm not about to stress myself out no. for this damn job. <laughs> so I've just been prioritizing my own mental health, taking breaks when I need to, mm-hmm. whether that looks like a 15 minute break or an hour long break. As long as I'm able to get my work done, I've been taking more breaks and allowing myself the time to just like back away from my job. And that's been an amazing feeling. Like, of course, I still get stressed out sometimes, but I feel a lot better about the fact that I'm not giving my soul Mm -hmm. to a job that doesn't care about me. So. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So true. Oh, yeah. Claps for Cole. Mm -hmm. That solo trip is so inspiring. Like, I feel like I grew up around the dialogue of, like, well, I don't want to go by myself. Like, that's so depressing or whatever. Like, that's so, like, I don't know. Like, it was, it was like, going somewhere was by yourself was, like, embarrassing in some way or, like, a step down from, like, going mm. with other people. And I feel like I definitely have worked hard at, you know unlearning a lot of that but mm-hmm. there's still like I feel like Shik- what Shakola did like that really is like a final frontier of sorts mm-hmm. of like I'm gonna go I'm gonna spend my 30th birthday like a major like mile what many would see as like a major milestone birthday by myself on this trip that I want to go on and like plan everything for myself do everything mm-hmm. for myself and like I just love that. That's inspiring. Yeah. Shakol is like the first person I ever knew, ever knew to do that. Mm. I was like, oh my God. It broke my brain when I saw it too. And like watching her trip via IG, I was like, this bitch having the time of her <laughs> life. <laughs> like nobody could tell her nothing the whole time. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. Talking about kissing yourself on your own cheek. Hell yeah. Damn. And the Damn. job shit, I mean, come Fuck on. Fuck a job. Come on. Come on. Don't give them anything. Nothing. They're just, they should be honored to just, the fact that you even showed up that Literally. Day. The fact that you show up every day, bitch. Literally. Ooh! I, w- I would know, guys. I was in the office when Shakola was at work one day. <laughs> and. In the office, aka her bedroom. <laughs> I was there. And you know what? They don't pay my girl enough. No. They don't, they don't give her the flowers she so deserves. Mm-mm. But not me slandering her job. No way, no. <laughs> I stand by it. Actually, you know what? Fuck it. But you know what I mean. But the point is, yes. proud of you, Cola. Yes. For, you know, taking it into your own hands in terms of what you need and making sure you got that. You are the master of your own universe. Mm-hmm. And you do it so well. We love you, boo-boo. Mm. <laughs> Kisses. Okay. <laughs> Up next, we have Jazz. Jazz. So, I really liked the most recent episode about love languages and the self-dating episode a lot and i've been thinking about how self-love has been looking for me and all the things that y'all talked about really resonated like i take myself out to concerts and go to eat with my book so yes to all the things and um i've been trying to think about what i need more intentionally not just like treat yourself because that's kind of how we've been approaching it like whatever you want you got it um but also kind of like what do i actually need Mm -hmm. and so this year i'm gonna be focusing on standing up for myself more and like you know setting those firm boundaries um saying no when i have to Mm -hmm. 
and then also just celebrating myself more because sometimes I'm like oh it's fine like or like that was expected of me and so I'm trying to work on celebrating myself more and being like you deserve a party so those are the two things that have been heavily on my mind about self-love um and yeah the I really did not know that the five love languages were made to make people feel bad about not having physical touch because my like you know those quizzes online that you take you're like oh what's mine mine has always been gift giving and acts of service Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was like this resonates very very hard but it's hard to get the same rush of gift giving for me gift giving is about like you thought of me when you bought this I'm always with me so I'm kind of like of course I thought of me and then acts (laughs) of service that's more like oh I made lunch for myself tomorrow which it's helpful but it's not always yeah it doesn't hit the same when it's you doing it to yourself as opposed to someone else so that's what I was thinking about throughout that episode but then when y'all said like this love language five things are fucked up I was like wow okay (laughs) maybe I should lean more into the neurodivergent ones that I love pebbling so very eye-opening great thought pieces thanks for that episode and yeah, let's lean into the rest. Jazz. Listen, that tracks for jazz because when yes! bitch gave me those earrings. Dude. I was like, oh my God. For context, like Please. I told Jazz, I love your mushroom earrings you have in there. So cute. Oh my gosh, I love them. We had a going away party the next day and Jazz gives me the mushroom <laughs> earrings. I was like, oh my God. Yo. <laughs> Yeah, and then one time I was sitting next to Jazz and I was trying to be all cool, show off my knife, <laughs> thinking I had the coolest knife in the world. And then Jazz roasted the shit out of me with a much better knife, <laughs> much cooler <laughs> knife, and all these gadgets and shit. I'm like, oh, your knife couldn't get you out of a car if you know your car went off a bridge and started rushing and pulling with water. How would you get out? I'm like, I don't know. I guess I'd use my fist. Like, no, Jazz was like, no, my knife has that and it can cut rope. I was like, with like a different blade mind you oh my god and then the next day the next or maybe it was like the next week Mm -hmm. jazz gives me their knife bro damn i felt like you know a son Mm -hmm. getting a knife from their father type shit that is an honor yeah absolutely damn but yeah to everything you were saying about you know taking yourself like sort of the whatever you want versus Mm. whatever you need yeah that is it's giving level up Mm. for sure like i feel like yeah there is sort of the yeah there, there's like a level of maturity that comes with being able to like discern that and there are a lot of things like i feel like i went through this phase where i was like i don't do anything i don't want to do like <laughs> fuck that and it's like that's still true to some extent but now it's like there are things I do that I don't want to do in the moment, but I know that they will be beneficial for me in mm. the in the way I know that I need it basically. Mm-hmm. Like I or I know it's something that um, will fulfill me in ways that aren't sort of like the automatic satisfactory like oh like pl- like pleasure automatically or something like immediate that. Immediate gratification. Yeah, immediate gratification exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so real. And Jazz, I'm so glad to hear that you go out by yourself with a book. I think 
a lot of people are like, oh, I want to start dating or I want a companion, whatever the fuck. I'm like, you got to give people the opportunity to get a crush on you. So if you go out there <laughs> with your book yes. and you're minding your business with mm-hmm. your glasses on and you're looking good, you got great shoes on and shit. Period. It's over. You got the whole town falling in love with you now. Done. But you you do have to give them a chance. And I love that you do that. Mm-hmm. Oh, high key. I miss going out to read. Like, Barnes & Noble's had different, but, like, if you just, you're at a bar, mm-hmm. not even drink drinking, but just doing your own thing, mm, next level. Yeah. Damn. Okay, class for jazz. Mm-hmm. Thank you, jazz. All right. <laughs> Up next, we have Zakia. Hey, this is Zakia. Um, I guess I would say my relationship, oh, wait, sorry, I'm like... I'm one of those people that talks on the phone and, and walks laps as they're talking, and I'm realizing that I'm stomping. You can probably hear me, so let me start over. <laughs> Sit my ass down. Okay. Um, hey, this is Zakia. Um, I would say my relationship success story. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm a little hoarse. <laughs> I would say that my relation. Oh my gosh, I'm really hoarse. <laughs> My relationship success story is uh, my relationship with myself. I... Oops, I started to walk again. (laughs) Just instinctively. Well, honestly, I was pretty burned out most of 2023. Um, And so I... And also for other reasons, I decided to take a break from from dating... And I'm glad to have the time and energy back to myself mm-hmm. and to the people I love. And now that I've been prioritizing rest after a year bur- burnout, <clears throat> I'm finding that I have more energy for myself and for my friends uh, and more energy to romance my friends, which feels very good is very nourishing. Um... So, yeah, I would say that is a success story. Hell yes. Yeah. Yo, romancing your friends, loving on yourself. Mm-hmm. I love it when you can, like, identify in your own life. Like, I, like, my heart might be open to, like, X, Y, Z, all those examples of, like, for yourself and your friends. But also, like, I'm in a winter of my life for dating. Like, it could come. It could not come. But, like, for what it is, like choosing that shit instead of just letting it happen to you is mm-hmm. so fucking powerful and ugh, endless admiration for that mm-hmm. and rest like yes i feel like this is i'm i'm seeing this more and more lately on social media of people coming on and being like i'm taking a break indefinitely and i'm like <laughs> hell yeah. yeah like everyone's finally like oh i feel what burnout feels like in my body to a point where like i desperately need a break Mm -hmm. and all of the like stories I created in my head about why I can't take a break I have like worked through the fact that those are just not like true anymore Mm -hmm. or like those like were serving people out that weren't me you know or whatever the reason is and so yeah definitely like fuck yeah fuck yeah fuck yeah to like everyone who is taking breaks resting like Mm -hmm. i'm always gonna be like number one fan of that shit absolutely y'all better be taking naps and shit Mm -hmm. out here damn especially now Mm -hmm. god damn they're like trying to buy every single minute of our attention straight up when you give it back to yourself Mm -hmm. 
that's the that's the step one of the fucking resistance yep that's that literally thank you so much zakia all right let's take a little break let's take a break haha we're back all right cool we have holly up next go ahead girl all right well so this isn't really a story of any growth or self-reflection but i thought it was still kind of juicy so i figured this will be mine okay um if you follow my comics at all i've touched on this guy a bit but this will be the full scoop you'll never get from my comics um exclusive basically start talking to this guy he's a chef jokingly call him the bear um it's stuck and i was it was probably the first guy i was excited about meeting since my breakup the texting was really funny he was clearly my type to a t so i I was interested i was excited to meet him um i got confused with our style of texting i kind of thought you know it was just kind of mutually a hookup thing he was always really kind of nonchalant um i was cool with it you know um i unfortunately have to have a mental connection to enjoy that kind of fun if you know what i mean so my pool of people to choose from is pretty small so yeah i was i was down so anyways we he was working in restaurants at the time so uh we we our schedules didn't really line up and so i was just like oh and he had invited me over that night i was like oh that's kind of how i thought he just wanted to hook up i was like all right bet but i'm not gonna make it that easy on him so i was like you know meet me at this bar near my place on saturday whatever or on sunday saturday rolls around and i um basically oh my gosh Basically, I get a fun offer on Sunday to go to a show with a friend. I'd really been wanting to go to a show with her. I didn't want to blow her off. So I texted him. I was like, hey, can we move our plans to tonight? And he was like, you know, like, I'm not really prepared, but yeah, okay. And so, yeah, that night comes and I go home from hanging out with my friends because he was getting off pretty late. Um, doesn't matter for me because I stay up late but anyways um so yeah so he texts me that he's getting off and heading over and I wait about five minutes and I start heading over to the bar that's near me it's kind of where I have a lot of dates meet me because it's convenient for me and that's what's really important um and a few minutes later I get a text that he'd gotten in a pretty bad pretty horrible car accident Stop. um so obviously the date was off um some people joked that you know he was or even the thought crossed my mind like gee really say anything to get out of a date but i the way we were talking i didn't really think that it was a lie um in that text too while it was basically all going down he also texted me hurt his leg really bad um i later find out that uh he shattered his foot um and the i later found out too the accident was not his fault um just a wrong way driver hit him basically head on just completely like they lost control it was just completely random um 
wrong place, wrong time kind of thing. And I felt pretty bad at first because I kind of rescheduled the plans and I thought, you know, cosmically like, oh, wow, this probably wouldn't have happened if I didn't reschedule on them. So I kind of like felt some guilt there. Um, but yeah, I figured like, yeah, we're probably not going to date now because he's got all this going on and I didn't really see us as dating in the first place anyways. That was going to be hooked up, you know, so wasn't, wasn't too hung up on anything. Figured I'd keep talking to him because I still thought he was cool and hot and, you know, I figured maybe we'd hook up eventually and, you know, just not, not, didn't let myself get very invested or anything like that. Um, so we keep talking for about a month. We end up meeting at one point. I go over to his place, we talk for a few hours, and then right before I leave, we end up having sex. But it was like super, it had to be super fast because he had a friend coming over, and we didn't know when the friend was coming. So it was really rushed. But I definitely noted the good chemistry we had. Um, so anyways, yeah, another, you know, the holidays came up Thanksgiving, and uh, he had a second surgery he had to have, so oh I wasn't thinking too <laughs> deeply that he wasn't so hitting much. me up very much. We would kind of talk here and there a couple times a week, and, uh, you know, uh, anyways, what was I saying? <laughs> oh, yeah, anyways. Uh, I didn't really think he was super into me or anything, but he kept talking to me. I wanted to have sex again, so I was like, <laughs> yes, you're right. yeah, I'll be patient. I'll wait for this guy to sort his shit out. Um, but yeah, so the internet stalker I am had found him long ago, found his Instagram long ago, and I'd kind of periodically check it because I'd see people tagging him and stuff, kind of almost updating about like the foot stuff and mm. You know, just nosy. Um, so I was doing my practically daily check because I'm a loser. Uh, <laughs> and I noticed some girl had tagged him in a very thoughtful post just being like, you know, it was a picture of them holding hands. She's like, we'll get through this together. Blah, we'll get blah, through blah. this together. And I was like, oh, kind of seems like he got back together with an ex, you know, because traumatic things like that can get you reconnected to people um i was like all right but not too surprising i kind of figured he was talking to other girls too or something because he was just very sporadic with the texting um so yeah i was like oh okay well either he's gonna ghost me or you know hopefully tell me that he has a girlfriend now and can't really continue um so he texts me a few days after a after discovering this and I kind of hold a conversation with them seeing like oh you know maybe he'll tell me but all he really did was actually end up inviting me over the following week and I was like oh, I'll reach out whatever and I basically was just planning on ghosting him and I was like well he's kind of a shitbag uh, mm. <laughs> but anyway so I ghost him well I was gonna ghost him and then a few days later again he hits me up and just trying to talk and I was basically like 
hey, you know, I was stalking you. I saw you have a girlfriend. And he was like, oh, I was meaning to tell you. It felt weird. What? Stop. Not talking to you, considering everything that happened and blah, blah, blah. I was kind of like, it seems like a good time as ever to tell someone <laughs> you're seeing someone, you know, because... Yeah, it's just the respectful thing to do if you love somebody that you're in a relationship with. Anyways. So I was like, yeah, we better stop talking because we got to respect your lady. And he was like, all right. We had kind of talked a bit, too. And he was like, oh, I wasn't seeing it as just a hookup thing. But I was like, you know, whatever. Guys always fucking say shit like that. But, um. Wait, also, he invited you over. uh, (laughs) Right. I think he had reached out one other time to thank me for, like, some edibles I had gotten them because I had surgery and indica edibles really saved my life after the surgery. Um, kind of, you know, don't let the conversation continue. And then a couple weeks later, again, he hits me up. How was your holiday? Uh, we talk, and then I kind of was like, Oh, and I, I had been stalking his Instagram still. At one point, he had blocked me, which I thought was funny. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. And then unblocked me, and then I saw the girl had deleted the post. So oh, I my like, mm, God. I thought I'm going to be hearing from him soon, and he yes, I did. Up. I was like, oh, so you're single again? He was like, yeah. So we decided to meet up that night because oh. we're both attractive, horny people. Um, <laughs> How is it A plus B equals that's C? That's where we are kind of right now. We're... Uh, just kind of friends with benefits with a guy with a broken foot that can't work because he's in the restaurant industry and he's yeah out of work (laughs) sitting at home bored and i am broken and still getting over my prior relationship Mm. not really ready for anything serious so kind of a kind of a match made in heaven um Mm. so yeah that's that's my that's my life right now but yeah and this looks not 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 too bad not too bad <laughs> okay holly damn <laughs> i really didn't know where that was going not at all. <laughs> like left turn then another left turn. i was like yeah the fo- the foot thing how deep the foot thing went <laughs> shattered <laughs> shattered oh my god that's not like, a regular bro. oh tore my meniscus no like oh god, pulverized oh into a bone paste so painful it's terrible that sounds so like i think we, you know how many bones are in our foot dude like, you were talking about bones earlier today <laughs> yeah that sounds so painful i honestly i think for, just for this situation we should take a moment of silence for the bones okay bro but at least like (laughs) (laughs) you you get to like yeah it's low-key you know what you want you're just kind of like doing your own thing like i love that shit Mm -hmm. like again i feel like the theme here is just everyone is so Mm -hmm. (laughs) self-aware and like so into honoring that Mm -hmm. damn precisely y'all damn keep us updated (laughs) yo for real (laughs) for real but also i love that like He's like, it's just chilling at home because like it's cold right now in Seattle. Right. So it's like, yeah. Not saying like he should have gotten in a car accident. No. But. But. Cosmically, Holly, you're saying like you were saying like you know at first I felt kind of guilty because cosmically blah blah blah. Yeah. I'm like cosmically maybe maybe he needed to lay down. Yo, dude, that happened to me when I ran into the ocean naked and I twisted my fucking ankle. And it was the same week we had to write the business plan. Mm-hmm. It was like you got it. Sometimes you just have to sit down. 
Has this guy ever seen The Matrix? Maybe it's a good time for him to see it. Ooh. He's got time now. Things mm. could change. Yeah. He's not going to want to go back to work. I mean, do any of us? Right. Do any of us? I, I, I am yeah. curious, though, like, if you got more of the story on, like, his ex-boo, like, yeah. what went down, like, why he was inviting you over to his house while, like, after you saw He didn't that even like her that much. Park, he didn't like, even like her that much. He was like, Holly is so cool and, like, so fucking <laughs> funny. Like, I can never let her go. Like, Holly's great company. Straight up. So, you know what? There I you have it. Sounds like a win to me. Mm-hmm. Get your W. Let's go. All right. Up next. Oh, class for Holly. Thank you for sharing. All right. Up next, we have Rachel. LJ and Hobbs. <laughs> I am so incredibly happy um, that you all are doing this important work of thinking about love um in relationships um of all kinds um and um i wanted to share a bit about my journey um in particular this year um and um as I survey um, intentions um, that I made um, around wanting to build connection more um, as a way to nurture and care for myself. Um, This year has been full of that (laughs) in so many ways, Um, and I am incredibly thankful. I um, opened myself up to um, wider community care and um, received that um, sometimes not with a lot of grace. Sometimes I was messy. There's like nervousness and um, fear and Mm -hmm. so much, but I allowed myself to hold all of those things. Um, And... um, I feel very open, Um, you know, the ending of this year, there's tons of grief, um, lots of fear, lots of, um, you know, uncertainties and whatnot, Um, yet I feel so incredibly open and thankful for um, listening to myself more. Um, and, you know, really tending to, um, little me, um, and I'm, I'm thankful for that. I've gotten to know myself a lot more. (laughs) Um, I am always talking, um, to friends about how I have to have space to brood. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I keep thinking about that and, you know, brooding is something that um I do often and um it's you know especially with help um from therapists and whatnot it's just such become such a healthy aspect and a healthy outlet for me to have to move energy um and I've also discovered that um with Um, exercise and movement I like to do it spontaneously and 
um, not with any plans and um, not with any specific rules because once that happens, once there's an order to that, um, I tend to not like exercise. So my body loves when things are spontaneous. It's like, oh, you know, you want to run around a little bit, do that. You want to dance and that gets your heart rate up, do it. Um, it feels really good to work with myself in this way and um, to keep consistent with it and to see that um, I don't always I have to have someone doing it with me. I can also do it in solitude, um, which brings me also to um, a practice of being in solitude with myself, getting to know that again. Um, I grew up an only child and it, you know, once I got to college, I started being around people so much more. Growing up, I was by myself quite a lot. Um, um, as I was raised only child, I have a half brother and a half sister, but I don't really see them often. So, um, especially um, when I was a kid. So um, solitude time was something that I knew very well. and. So now I'm tending to myself and looking into what are the things that I enjoyed doing um, and really getting into that. Um, and um, I've read a lot of books. Um, one of my favorite books that I've read this year um, is You Made a Fool of Death with Your Beauty um, by Akwaiki um, Azimi. Um, I am probably butchering their name. I hope I am not butchering their name because that would be so embarrassing because I really love them as an artist and writer. Um, and... Um, yeah, what else? I've really been into um, listening to more music, making music, practicing my flute. Um, that's been something that I've gotten into. Um, yeah, um, and also just be allowing myself to be in silence and lay around in bed if I want or just literally sometimes lay on the floor or... Um, to just go outside and stare at the sky for a while. And um, these things have brought me a lot of joy. Um, and yeah, it's been a huge self-love year. Um, and which includes like, you know, being honest with myself about the things that I don't like. Um, so that's been a huge thing as well, like being honest with myself about we need to make changes. Let's plan that out. Um, and um, that's been something that's brought me care. Um, I've also been writing. Um, I've been writing little short stories um, and I'm enjoying seeing where they might go. Um, <laughs> to me, they sound very childish, and um, I'm like, am I writing kids' stories? But here lately, I've had um, some character development, um, and I'm seeing that it's turning into what looks like a young adult-type um, vibe, 
<laughs> which I've also found that um, with how my brain works, I finally, because um, it used to be, especially in my 20s, um, the way that I felt myself and um, felt my entire spirit, my entire being, I felt like I was still in middle school. Like I was like, I feel like a 12 year old. I do not feel like I'm, for instance, like 26. I don't feel that way. I feel very young still. And now, um, having entered my 37th year of living, I feel like I'm grown now. I feel like I'm in my 20s. That's um, how I feel these days. Um, And I'm noticing when talking to other neurodivergent folks, they also have this feeling of not being the age that they are. Um, And I'm happy that I have words for that. Um, And yeah, it's really great. Um, and, hmm, it's really fun to me that, um, that's also showing up in how I write, um, and I'm not questioning it, I'm just letting it flow. It's been really fun. Um, yeah, that's been my little love love for the year, um, as, you know, I've, you know, met so many people this year, and um, I, you know, haven't really been able to tend to friendship um, as closely as I would want to, and I'm hoping for that to change um, in the new year, um, in which the way I do New Year's, um, the new year for me won't begin until spring, (laughs) but... Um, I'm enjoying this time of movement and joining, enjoying this like move to a new year, to a new, um, a new month. Um, and yeah, a new year in a different way. Um, um, I think that's all I have. Um, I am so happy y'all are doing this, so happy um, that Queer Retrograde exists, and thankful for y'all, and I'm really excited to see where things go. (laughs) Kisses and hugs. Bye. Rachel. (laughs) Rachel doing one of everything. Mm -hmm. Hi, Key. Rachel wrote the playbook. Mm Mm-hmm about love holy shit absolutely dog you covered every single facet of like true like joyful like erotic expressions of loving oneself mm-hmm. damn the flute got me the flute for real <laughs> <laughs> i'm like the damn we got children's books we're just writing children's books now to like young adult yes. novels to like playing the flute i i really love the shout out to brooding because truly shout mm-hmm. out brooding mm-hmm Go outside at night. I love it at night. Oh, I love night brooding. You go outside. No one's out there. And you just, you just stomping, you know, and just stomping, thinking all your little, like, like your, what any kind of thought, man. I usually think like angry, like sad thoughts or whatever, but mm. you can add in whatever kind of thoughts you want, but just being outside, like stomping around. Oh, I love that energy. 
Damn, yes, brooding. Thank you for, thank yeah. you for saying that. Yeah, I wonder what brooding looks like for Rachel. Yeah, I'm like, there must be so many different styles. I, I only said them. that style because I played The Sims, and you could literally tell a character brood, and that's what they would do. Whoa. Oh, my God, that's so weird. And now you do that. <laughs> <laughs> Is that true? Oh, my Damn. daughter's going to hear about this. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I feel like my brooding is just, like, sitting in a really cozy spot in my room and just staring at a wall. Yeah. Yeah, I was about to say the wall part, though. Because, like, if you were just sitting staring, I'd be like, that's daydreaming. No. You put staring. a wall in front of you. That's right. brooding. Brooding. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Not a difference. There, there's, like, a very angst to it. Yeah. <laughs> to the brood. Oh. It's just, like, an intensity of energy. I like how yes. Rachel said, like, it yes. helps me move energy. Like, that's exactly yes. what it does. It's You're literally you're taking it air. time and space mm-hmm. to move energy that is... It's brewing in you, <laughs> so you need to brood it out. Wait, how are you spelling this? Brooding? Yeah. B-R-O-O-D-I-N-G. All right, we're on the same page. Yeah. Great metaphor. Right. Great metaphor. Just, you know, I knew it was a, I knew it was a metaphor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Inner child. Ah! Yes. Mm-hmm. That person in ourselves always deserves and and like any amount of attention we can possibly afford them yes like yeah it, that work is never done Absolutely. kudos to you the spontaneity and movement fuck a workout plan mm-hmm. i can only write down i'll go to the gym tomorrow like the night before <laughs> <laughs> in my calendar i'm like do i feel like it now will i feel like it in 12 hours like tough yeah. to say it, it is <laughs> and just being able to let yourself acknowledge and go outside and dance Mm -hmm. or whatever the hell it is like just more freedom in your body you know kids are at amusement parks they just do like little wiggles all the time that kind of shit Mm. amazing Mm. feeling your age i love that i feel like last year was the first time i ever felt like i looked into the mirror and i was like this is my adult face (laughs) but that's not the same as feeling like i agree with the age that i see right 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 right, i think 37 makes so much sense to me that you would like arrive to that moment when like Mm -hmm. you've been looking at like i would imagine like a pretty like your face doesn't change that much Mm. like maybe like your spirit like because you're like having a sense of resolve too Mm. like you're still going through changes but like you're walking in a way where you've been meaning to walk all the time Mm -hmm. leading up to that Mm -hmm. moment but now you're just doing it and it's like this pattern you've now Mm -hmm can see in your 30s (laughs) yeah i was on a call like i was at a workshop a virtual workshop the other night and someone got on and they were like i'm in my 40s and like i just i i feel great like i just don't give a fuck about what anyone else (laughs) thinks of me anymore like it's incredible then someone else unmutes wait until you turn 60 (laughs) (laughs) like it only gets more and more and better and better (laughs) and like the 60 year old is like moving their arms around moving their (laughs) hands it was so good it was so good awesome that is freedom yeah i can feel it it was they had like a Britney spears microphone oh i love that i love that oh my god (laughs) the older honestly today was the first time lj and i went to tai chi at the local rec center here virginia (laughs) beach and i had i didn't think about this at all 
at all. All I saw was, ooh, Tai Chi's on Thursdays. Mm-hmm. Let's go to Tai Chi on Thursdays. Yeah. Not a single other thought was ever had by me <laughs> about this entire thing. Not one. Just, I can't wait to go to Tai Chi. That's it. We show up, 9.15 a.m. today. Open the door up. It's my entire, like, extended family, like, age group. Like, everyone's just, like... <laughs> retired uh-huh. older and looking beautiful smiling yeah. just everyone has their own little cliques that they're talking to each other in and yeah. like i like go stand at the front of the room i'm like this is what i'm supposed to like and they're like oh are anyone's trying i'm like no and i moved because i was by the mirrors i was like uh-huh. what's this lady saying to me but the whole time <laughs> the whole time i was just like watching these people in the mirror mm-hmm. looking at myself i'm just like mm-hmm. i have already arrived <laughs> yeah to the function like now it's just I feel like I got 10 bonus years today. Right. I was like, most people might not arrive to this until like, what? When did she start doing Tai Chi? Right. I don't know any of their names yet, but I will, goddammit. Right. Yeah, we're, we were in the Golden Bachelor this morning, <laughs> straight That's up. That's I was trying to find the words. And it was incredible. Like, yes. it was just, uh, you know how like retired people, they, they know so much about their health. They care yes. so much about their bodies and what's going, they're like, oh, I started physical therapy for my hip joint, blah, blah, blah. You know, like they can tell you everything I about do it. I do for my SI. It's like, that is so beautiful mm-hmm. and honestly inspiring. Like they're like, I care so deeply about myself. Yeah. At this point in my life, you know? And they were beautiful doing it. Yeah. I wasn't always watching the instructor. I would just watch my neighbor for a little bit, too. <laughs> yeah. And just seeing how, like, y'all, my arms were getting tired. Like, how much? Yes. But these people were, like, just moving this chi yeah. everywhere. <laughs> and, like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. It was so fucking cute. Yeah, I think I just it processed was. it. Like, and then now. when we were, like, walking out, like, they're all, like, checking in with each other. Like, yeah. I was hoping you'd be here today. Ah! Yeah. Two, two of them, like, put their arms around each other and walked oh. out. Then we put our arms around oh, each other. Oh, we did! I was like, oh, my God. So cute. Yeah, it's giving oh, Abby and Alana for sure. It is. We weren't nearly stoned enough <laughs> to be on their level. But definitely, that mm-hmm. was a glimpse. That's like the Florida episode. Mm-hmm. I digress. Anyway, yeah, feeling your age. Yeah. I celebrate that. Absolutely. I celebrate everything you said, Rachel. High key. High key. Yeah. And I cannot wait to hear more about how everything this year goes with your hopes of connecting more and all Hell that. Yeah. Nurturing friendships more. That was that its own podcast episode. Yeah. Of Loving on Yourself. Right. By Rachel. Can't wait. <sighs> Y'all, y'all, yes. <laughs> oh, wait, my bad. Here we go. All right, now up next, we have Mel. I started off wanting to talk about a specific instance, but now that I'm talking, I realize that the most important and largest accomplishment. I made this year in terms of relationship success is just that I have been able to communicate so much better when I am feeling empty and burnt out or underappreciated. And then also being able to actually take time for myself more than ever which has allowed all of my relationships to become more comfortable just become more comfortable um 
and allowed more space for vulnerability and honesty. Mm. That's a huge one for me. I've struggled with that a lot in the past. Hell yes. Communication. Mel. Oh. I love that teeter-totter teeter totter balance mm-hmm. of time with the self, mm-hmm. making time with others, mm-hmm. like rocket shooting off into space mm-hmm. so much better. Yeah. Oh. Absolutely. Finding that balance in your life. Mm-hmm. Gosh. Especially mm-hmm. when it can feel like there's so much. I feel like FOMO is more of like a 2019 thing. Mm-hmm. I feel a lot more JOMO now these days of not even like resentfully it's just like no like this is an invitation to be with Hobbs mm-hmm. <laughs> or whatever it is and like how you can find that mm-hmm. I'm rambling now but right. like yeah, you I are exactly it. where you need to be exactly yeah. like wherever I am that's where I want to be uh-huh. yeah and then the way you get to share yourself share yourselves I feel like a lot of the energy I feel like too with like really this turnaround towards reappreciating or not even that but just emphasizing our love for like others is just such perfect time and i feel like we all have had bouts of like trying on everything to see what that feels like and now we're in this era of like i know what this actually like what it means to nourish myself and this other person and like this connection and like a way mm-hmm. that makes the most sense mm-hmm. i feel like there's just a lot more slowness injected these days mm-hmm. and intentionality that just can't be you know overlooked Mm -hmm. and absolutely wow yeah i love seeing that on my friends yes (laughs) and like mel you said it perfectly that it then allows for more emotional intimate like just different kinds of intimacy Mm -hmm. in your relationships because there's a there's more of like a trust built yeah yeah you get to arrive Mm -hmm. fully like because it's like at this point like why would we like leave or spend time anywhere with anyone where we had to leave something at the door in Mm -hmm. order to go inside right why spend like a lot of time on that i wouldn't (laughs) (laughs) oh wait okay also thank you mel but i can't not acknowledge because now i just recovered from it holly that crinkling portion (laughs) that was a trip yeah when you were crinkling yeah what were you eating <laughs> what were you eating bitch what was the snack? give me the recipe because i feel like it was on video but no then you put it down and i couldn't see what you were doing so i need some answers yeah okay i can move on <laughs> all right so our last and final submission <laughs> take it away lj okay well i think all of the things that we've heard so far are you know, recent. Recent! Yes, very, very now. Very yeah, now. Right. So we're going to take a little blast from the past. <laughs> we need some perspective. All of y'all are doing great. We need some perspective of where we came from. We got to know where we're going. Yep. We got to know where we've been. Yeah, so. Oh, we got, shit. This we got, fucking submission. We got a long story. Yvonne. <laughs> I'm trying to get my laugh right now. now. Yeah. <laughs> Holy fuck. We got a long story uh, from Yvonne, so, um, yeah, buckle up. Buckle y'all. up, yeah, if you're in the car. And this might, this might bring back some old memes, but it's necessary for perspective. Let's go. Hey. Okay, so I'm recording this. I'm actually, I'm headed to work, but I'm stopping at Wawa first. 
Um, I'm buying my office some coffee and donuts and stuff. <laughs> that is so sweet of you, though. Um, but yeah, I guess I'll just hop right into the story. Please do. Um, so uh, I guess I should change names. Uh, my name is Vaughn. Uh, I'm 29. Uh, so this story is from uh, a decade ago, basically. Um, yeah, so when I was 16, I uh, had my first job. Uh, my first job was McDonald's. And um, when I was 16, I was weird. Like, I was cute, but I was, like, really timid. Like, I liked boys. I was boy crazy, but I just never, um, I was just scared to talk to them. Even mm-hmm. when they would uh, flirt with me, um, I would be a little bit awkward with it. So, like, I already had my first kiss and stuff like that, but I had never really actually been in a relationship and stuff. So I'm at my first job and uh, I meet this guy. We'll call him. We'll call him Steve. Oh, Steve. We'll call him Steve right now. Um, so uh, Steve was extremely flirty, um, but we were friends for a while. Um, probably like a good six months. Like I had been there, and um, he invited me to a party that he was throwing. Um, his parents were out of town, and him and his two older sisters were throwing this party. Classic. So I went with uh, two of my other coworkers, and um, you know they they were just egging everything on. So uh, we end up kissing, mm-hmm. and then, you know, kind of uh, you know broke the ice and stuff. So. Uh, after that, we started seeing each other like it was um, it's really easy and um, yeah, really easy, good connection. I mean, he looked really he looked really good and yeah, that's basically how everything started. So we're seeing each other. Let's go. Um, steady. And then Going senior steady. year, um, summertime, I ended up losing my virginity to him. Easy, you know, he's he's my first boyfriend. We had been friends for a little bit, and you know, so mm-hmm. it was, you know, gonna happen. I just had to open up a little bit. Sags. After <laughs> that, um, senior year, summer, when I the year I graduated, it was a blast. I'm gonna have my first boyfriend. I, you know, living it up. Um, but I was getting ready to go to college, and he wasn't going to college, or yeah, he wasn't going to school yet. He was just gonna stay home and keep working. So I left, went to school. Um, I remember this day like so vividly. So my mom, my mom drops me off, and we're taking pictures of my dorm room. And you know, I'm just so excited. Like we're you know decorating and everything. Like it was it was just such a cute moment. And then um, you know, my mom is leaving, and me and my mom are best friends. We're both Virgos. <laughs> after mine so we're being huge babies crying and all that stuff and I only uh VCU was only like uh like two hours away so I was like still at home like it it was right there but my mom leaves and then I was like okay okay I can do this I call I call Steve and he doesn't answer and I'm like okay maybe he's like busy or working or something so I let some time go by. I'm kind of just walking around campus because I'm like, uh, 
what the fuck do you do? Like, when you get dropped <laughs> off and class hasn't started, like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, what the fuck am I doing? So I was just walking around, and I texted him, like, I had texted him what my dorm room looked like and all the decorations and stuff, and he didn't fucking respond, and I was like, hold on. Uh... Where my man? Where my man's? Where's my boy at? Damn. Uh-oh. Yeah, he fucking ghosted me. <gasps> wow. When I fucking left. <laughs> I got ghosted. What the fuck? Like on some like ghosted. That was like slimy as fuck, actually. Yeah, <laughs> that was really like that was really ghetto. So I'm dealing with separation, anxiety, like from my mom, and like all of that and then i'm dealing with like a breakup on top of that and i'm like damn that's a wild first week what the fuck i go home so um the the first month was trash i have my birthday i turn 18 in september that month goes by still not talking to him um but i asked my my best friend also worked at uh mcdonald's and i was like yeah, what the fuck is up with Steve? Like, he hasn't talked to me at all. Like, uh, what, what the fuck is up? And she was like, he's, like, seeing other people. Like, he's he's just, he's out here. Like, he's out here. That's he's, he's like, not with you. And I was like, damn, that's crazy. So, <laughs> October rolls around, and I don't know if other universities did this, but at VCU, they had the little fall break or whatever. So fall break comes, and um, and I'm like, I just pull up to McDonald's, and I'm like, yo, like I just pull up on him, like, hey, I'm back home, like what, what the fuck, what the fuck, like literally, what the fuck. And so um, he's acting like everything's normal, bro. He's acting like everything is normal. The gaslighting. So I act like everything is normal. No. no. This is my first relationship. I don't know how to like navigate like conflict. Mm-hmm. I don't. So I don't fair. know. Yeah, I don't really know what to do. We all been there. Like I didn't know. So I act like everything was normal. Uh, when he got off work, I went to his house. We smashed. We fucking <laughs> talked for hours. Like, we kicked it. Like we was back together. We're back together. So. I go back to school um, after that little break, and um, yeah, I go back to school and everything is normal. So then, maybe like a couple months later, uh, I have I think it was uh, we were approaching winter break, and um, he started being a little bit weird, and I was like, mm, okay. And then my best friend was like, yo, he, he's fucking with Cassie. Not Cassie. <laughs> I'm gonna include her name in the story. I don't care. I mean, but technically, like, y'all never. I Wait, like, I need to pause this. Of okay. What? Okay. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I'm processing, but I'm like, y'all never technically broke up. He just ghosted you. Then you came back. Then he acted like everything was normal, and it's like, well, technically, y'all never broke up. But that doesn't mean you can't. You just like ghost me for like my whole first but month of school. Ghosting is and all breaking that. up. I guess so, yeah. When it's, like, unread But messages. that's so confusing for your little 18-year-old brain or whatever. But, like, like, people... But at that age, I feel like it's even more like there's a timestamp to getting a text back. 
Mm-hmm. I think people are more lax about it now. Or maybe that's just the evolution of how I've experienced it. But, like, yeah, I feel like when you're, like, in that time, it's, like, if you don't hear back from someone in, like, two days, it's, like, what the fuck is going on? Right. And it's over. After three <laughs> it's days. over. After three days. Bro. Okay. Yeah. She said a month. All right. So, he's sorry. Sorry to backtrack. But I was just, like, what the? Y'all never broke up, even though you did break up. Like. They broke up. That was trash. But, like. He was like, hey, you're back now, though. Okay. So, he's fucking around with Cassie, but still texting you. Not me getting cheated on. What? I was, Bro. like, flabbergasted. I was like, I'm really out here getting cheated on. What no. the fuck? Oh, shit. So, then... Um, the military okay, to win you back a, right I mean, yeah, not using uh, america's agenda you know, for your love new, so you know we're facetiming video chatting all that stuff while he's deployed um i i end up talking to my best friend and i was like uh so me and steve are back together i know he's trash i know you're probably not gonna be a fan of this your girl got her man's back you feel me so she's like <laughs> What are you talking about? He's married. Ah, Steve. No, he's not. And she's like, no, on his Facebook, it it says that he's married. Steve. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking? I was like, no, Ugh. it literally doesn't say that on Facebook. What are you talking about? She sends me a screenshot, and I guess he had two different Facebook accounts. I don't know how many accounts he had, but. <laughs> The one that I was friends with him How on, many? it had nothing saying that married to X, Y, and Z since whatever. Didn't have that. So I'm like, yo, whoa. So I see the girl's name and I was like, I'm about to, <laughs> I'm about to show out. Like I'm, I'm about to, yeah, I, I'm, I'm about to do my thing. Like, for Let her girl. know. Like, Let her know. What the fuck? So I go to Homegirl's page and I message her and I was like, hey, I've been on and off with your husband for a few years. Like, 
for a few years, sis. <laughs> I don't know what y'all got going on. I don't know if you are newly married, but we've been on and off for a few years. Damn. And so she's like, no. <laughs> she's like, who, who, who are you? You're not talking to my husband. And I was like, you want to see receipts? I got pictures. I got videos. I got... I, yeah, I have it all. I mean, I have I, like if I have our whole entire relationship in my phone. So she's like, "Okay, send it over." I send everything over, and like <laughs> ten minutes later, she calls me, <gasps> sobbing, throwing, throwing up, crying and throwing up. Oh my god! And I'm like, "Fuck! I feel so bad, girl. I'm so sorry." <laughs> this but is I, so I really, I'm like, I have to be honest with you because <laughs> he's treated me like basically dog shit since uh since i was 18 so yeah. i you know and she's crying and like going crazy and she's like i'm eight months pregnant and i'm like whoa not not you about to have the baby pregnant. tomorrow Bro. you're about to have the baby like t- t- today oh you're that far along and he's acting like this i was like oh Jeez. my god Bro. i was like I, I actually felt like really bad for her because I could I can't imagine your husband's deployed, you're pregnant, and then you find out he's in a relationship with someone else. Like it, I'm pretty sure. Like, yeah, I felt bad. Damn. So we get off the phone, and sh- and she's like, "Well, thank you for telling me. Um, I'll reach out if I have any questions or whatever." And I was like, "Girl, hit me up whenever." Like, even if you, even if you need someone to talk to, because you're going through a lot. Yeah. So, the next day, he is blowing up my phone. He's like, I hate you. You're trying to ruin my life. You're the worst person I've ever met. That's why I'm X, Y, and Z. That's why I could never fuck with you. That's why you're not loyal. You're, and I'm just like, Uh, I'm getting cussed out. And I'm like, yo, I really don't give a fuck. Not one. Straight up. Not one. I ruined your life. Nigga, you ruined your own. You but, ruined um, your own life. So tell him. I'm letting him just whatever. And then I got to a point where I was just like, "You're you're literally talking to yourself." Because I I, I pretty much stopped reading your text. I stopped whatever, and I I, I just blocked him on everything. Um, and then he started cussing me out through email. So <laughs> to block his email i was like what the fuck from email oh my god so then um yeah maybe like a year a year later i met my husband um but at the time we were just dating but i got a message from steve um probably some other facebook account i don't fucking know um but he he sent me a long message i was like i just want to let you know that um, my baby is healthy and happy and you tried really ruining my life you will never x y and z like I, you try to do blah 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 you try to sabotage me and I, I was just like I'm literally chilling in the crib with my nigga right now my new nigga like what do you even why are you even talking to me and I was just like <laughs> go be with your, your baby breath. like get over it um and yeah I think that was the last time that we spoke but it was funny because one of <laughs> one of the instances, I caught him cheating on me, and I was like, "Yo, I'm I'm fucking done with you." And he was like, he was like, "If you uh, if you break up with me, I'm gonna get my sisters to beat your ass." <laughs> what? And I was like, mind you, 
them hoes is big as fuck. So I'm like, so you're telling me I'm going to get cheated on and I'm going to get beat up? No. Leave Vaughn alone. He was crazy. Mm. He was crazy. Mm. Um, I really don't like to lump people all in one group, but that was the last Puerto Rican I ever messed with. Oh, and my God. It wasn't like I intentionally were, like, pushing them away, oh, but I was traumatized. <laughs> It was it. It was I. It wasn't like I was out here in these streets. Like I will never date a Puerto Rican. But anytime one was approaching me, I'd be side eyeing them. Like you gonna cheat on me and then try to get me beat up or some <laughs> shit. <laughs> it just yeah. Oh man, that was my very first relationship ever. Damn. So whoa yeah. <laughs> whoa. I hope you guys enjoy the story. I can laugh about it now because you know it happened so long ago, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you guys for listening, and uh, thank you Hobbs and Linz for asking for a relationship story. I appreciate you guys. Uh, I love you guys, and you guys have an amazing podcast, and I support you forever. So, XOXO, love you so much. Bye. <laughs> 18 years old put through the ringer so basically we need to uh get yvonne into a healthy relationship with a puerto rican person (laughs) um and heal some of that trauma damn oh my god just damn i feel like is that is it wrong to say i feel like it's like a common thing with like army guys Mm. they go off yonder they plant their seed before they go off yonder and then they just mess around fool around when they're trying to be doing shit with like the bomb codes or something horrible things well it's just like like, horrible people in two different ways it is it is just like okay so you're deployed and then you're making fake facebook accounts and like reaching out to your exes to get back together with them what is your game i don't get that who 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 like the fact that you want multiple Facebook accounts is a turnoff in and of itself. Dude, that stresses. I don't me. give a shit what reason that you have. That stresses me out. Oh my god, two, Bruh. two Facebooks, bro. No. Oh my god. No. Yeah, I talked to Yvonne the other day, and I'm like, bro, I'm so glad that we outgrew this shit, bro. Because I know, I'm sure that a lot of people listening to this are like, mm-hmm, I have one of those too. Oh, that's my Steve. My, that's my <laughs> Steve. Oh, my heart. Yeah. Oh, my heart. That is so painful. Yeah. If someone would be... Can't even say it. Would just be so fucking, like, careless and heartless. Right. And, like, anti-communicative <laughs> of, like... Right. Everyone that they hold close. And, like, gaslighting, like... Yeah, I'm thinking about grown Steve, too, when I say all this shit. The fact that, like... You have a pregnant person uh-huh. who's you're married to. Right. And then you're still, like, casting. Like, I, I get, like, young. We're all dumb. Like, we all hurt each other. It's uh-huh. just, like, kind of comes with the territory. Uh-huh. I mean, obviously, like, I'm not condoning it or whatever. But, like, right. straight up, the context mm-hmm. speaks loudly in that regard. Yeah. However, like, adult Steve, wherever you are, think about what you've done. Right. And then to come back at Yvonne. Dude! To write an email. I really want to know what structure he used for the email. Was it like classic letter? Was it just kind of like cussing out at first? Was it like a lot of caps lock? Because that is just such an extra level. Like he had to look at that. 
right. and read it back to himself. He probably didn't read it back to himself. <laughs> but he had to look at that and be like, I'm going to send this. I'm going to cuss this person out across the Damn. internet. Like, email, bro. You have two Facebooks and you email. That shit is You wild. are out. Of, you are honestly, that's a red flag. Well, we're, beyond, we're past that. Right. That's, that's fuckery. Sound the alarm. <laughs> that's shit. fuckery. Well, I'm very pleased to say that um, we have, you know, outgrown some patterns. We've changed our ways, realized our priorities. Yeah. Understood our values. We don't better. tolerate Steves. We don't tolerate Steves Mm-mm. around here. And next time I see a fucking Steve around me, he's gonna he's gonna get some energy. <laughs> All right, just in case. I know it's not really his name, but Hobbs oh, just name. like sat up in their chair with their <laughs> chest out. I <laughs> got some of me. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. A good story like that always makes me feel like Scrappy Doo. Yes. <laughs> what can we do tonight yes. to get some justice? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Oh, fuck. Cuddles and watches SpongeBob. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That's funny. For sure. For yeah. Sure. Well, thank you for sharing, Vaughn. Yes. Claps um, for you, Vaughn. Yeah. That was brave and vulnerable and absolutely so charismatic. Oh, oh my come gosh. Come on the pod Vaughn, any day, you're anytime. You're so funny. Dude, I, you're so a, funny. I'm glad that was the second time we listened to them because the first time, like, had to pause it like 80 billion times. Yeah. Just falling out the chair laughing. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Damn. Ah. Oh. What a journey. Yes. You guys. That mm-hmm. was great. I can't wait to be in more of this kind of thick of it mm-hmm. with y'all, whether it be through our meetups. Or another episode like this. Yeah. It's fucked. I loved it. Loved it. Thank you so much to everyone for contributing. Thank you to everyone for listening. Yes. Just thank you all around. So much gratitude. And I love each of you too. Mm-hmm. Damn. So deeply. Yeah. You're all so great. Mm. Anything else? I don't think so. All Do you right. have anything else? Well, I don't know. I, I guess what, I'm kind of lingering because it's season nine finale. Time for us to wrap. Oh, the wrap party's tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Later. Please, dear God, keep the gay agenda alive and tell your gay friends about this gay ass podcast. Bless. Bless, bless.